Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. With your host, Steve Garrett, moderator of the world's largest Corvette website, CorvetteForum.com. MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest. President of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri. And radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. We're glad you're here. Today, we're going to take a little bit of a different turn, and I'll tell you about that in just a minute. First of all, I want to thank my flagship sponsors, Hendrick Chevrolet of Kansas City. Hendrick is the largest seller of Corvettes in the Kansas City area, but they ship nationwide. You can visit ChevyUSA.com or call them direct at 913 913- 384-1550. That's 913-384-1550. Another flagship sponsor of Corvette today is midenginecorvetteforum.com. If you'd like to join a new vibrant forum community that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette, it's free to join this friendly Corvette community. You'll meet a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts just like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. Like I said, I'm going to take a little bit different angle today on Corvette today. I've got a friend of mine with me that we're going to talk about paint, Corvette paint. This is a master detailer named Todd Cooperider. Todd owns Esoteric Detail in Columbus, Ohio. Just to set you up on a little bit of background, Todd and I met 12 years ago because I'm an administrator on another internet brand website called AcuraZine. And Todd was a detailer. Back in those days, in 2008, 2009, and he also owned the same daily driver like I had, which was an Acura TL Type S, but his was black, so you know how hard it is to keep it clean and keep it looking good. So Todd is someone that I've known and has been a master detailer, and I'll tell you all about that in just a sec, but first, Todd, welcome to Corvette Today. Thanks, Stephen. It's uh, great to be here with you, and takes a little bit down memory lane there talking about the old TL Type S and the AcuraZine Forum and how we met on there. Yeah, it's great to be here uh, with you and uh, chatting a little bit about Corvettes. Todd, how'd you get into detailing? I like to tell everybody it's a sickness that I was born with. (laughs) Literally, BMX bicycles when I was a kid, cleaning them. I always liked stuff just so, and I started cleaning up my parents' cars long before I had a license uh, myself. I didn't know what I was doing in terms of detailing, but I knew that I liked things just so. And then that continued on with motorcycles. I worked 22 years in the motorcycle business, and detailing remained a hobby throughout all that time. And next thing you know, people were asking me to do for money and and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, it's, it's always kind of been with me. You went into doing detailing for yourself, and then obviously you spread out to doing cars for friends and things like that, and probably working nights and weekends. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. Because what I was doing, I was a regional sales manager in the motorcycle business. Had a region from St. Louis, Missouri on one side up to Albany, New York on the other side, and 600 dealerships and 15 district managers that I was responsible for. And literally, once I started, I'd be traveling all week. I'd fly out Monday. I'd come home Friday. I'd work on one car all weekend long, document the whole process. And then I'd go out and I'd start traveling again and and did that for a while. So about the time you and I met, I was kind of working in that capacity. Wow. So you quit your job in the motorcycle industry and took that leap of faith and started Esoteric on your own. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Something I thought about doing and 
I was already missing plenty of my kids growing up and stuff since I was traveling all the time. Funny story, I was working for a customer of mine. At that time, he was 40 years old, had about a dozen Ferraris, a self-made guy. I sat down, had a conversation with him and said, hey, look, I'm thinking about doing this full time, closing the chapter, 22 years, all the 401k and the benefits and everything that comes along with it to start this on a full time basis. And I asked him if I was going crazy. And he just smiled at me and said, you know, the only thing that you're going to regret is you didn't do it any sooner. So then the sales job of the century, I went home to explain to my wife that I thought it was going to be a great idea to quit that job and start detailing cars full time out of the, the garage or our house. She's still with me. So she went along with my crazy idea and the rest is history. Amen to that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So when did you start esoteric detailing and talk about moving out of your garage into the building you're in right now? Yeah. Officially esoteric started in 2009. I say officially because that's when I registered and started collecting and paying sales tax, but I was doing it for a few years before that out of my garage. Then in 2010, spring 2010 is when I went full-time and I worked out of another facility for about a year and a half and moved into our current one in January of 2012. So we yeah, have been there for about eight and a half years, which is hard to believe when I say it out loud. Time goes so fast. That is amazing. Now, how many employees do you have right now? And you've also got a partner, isn't that correct? I've got a couple of partners. There's 10 of us now. We have been at times upwards of about 15, 16 people. The partners that I have, they actually work for me. One of them I met, I ran a detailing academy for many years now, and he came out five, six years ago from the West Coast, attended class, and then about nine months later, I ended up hiring him. He moved cross-country to come work for me. And then two years ago, he and another gentleman who had worked for me for a while joined me as partners in the business. And my other partner, Zach, he came down at one point. He was finishing up his degree and he came down to see about joining. So he came in, worked out well, went to finish his last semester. And when he graduated, said, hey, won't you come on board? And he did. And both Dan and Zach joined me as partners at the same time. And it works out great because Dan manages all the services, everything in the back. Zach manages our e-commerce division and I manage our education and marketing side of it. So it's great. The business is a three-headed monster, so to speak, with each of us really specializing in individual areas. Boy, that works out perfectly. Let's talk a little bit more about capacity and what Esoteric Detail is doing. How many cars can you take on at one time, and what's the largest capacity that you've worked on? Usually at any time, we have eight cars in the shop. And they're being worked on simultaneously at some level or another. We may have a car waiting for a set of wheels to come in and it's over in the corner up on jack stands or whatever, but two lifts running uh, with paint protection film going on. A few other cars, they're in the process of getting paint correction or coatings. And then maybe another car or two that's in there getting window tint or other customization services uh, that we do. We can get more cars in the shop, but it becomes uh, pretty dicey in there. And we've given up a bit of shop space. We actually had to get rid of a couple lifts because our e-commerce division has grown so big and it took over a lot of space in there. But as of right now, it's, it's usually seven or eight at a time that we're managing. 
I've watched so many of your videos, Todd, with detailing, and I know that you have a lot of car brands that send you cars and have them detailed before they go to concourse shows. Talk a little bit about that and the relationship that you've built with some of these high-end car brands. That goes back many, many years ago. One of our the biggest relationships we have is with Honda and Acura. Honda of America is just 40 minutes from us. And back when I was still detailing cars out of the garage of my house when I first started off, I started doing cars for some people within Honda Research and Development Department. And that relationship just kept growing and growing and growing over the years. We started doing more work for them. Then we started having some cars that the public hadn't seen yet. So they would come in, we'd have to shut off half of our buildings so nobody can see them. And we would work on them and then they would go off for media events. One of the cars, when the TLX came out years ago, the car that they debuted to the public, it was a live stream event. It literally came from our shop. We spent about 30 hours on it. I drove it up onto the second deck of the enclosed semi-truck, and it went straight to the New York Auto Show, got unloaded, and then they did the unveiling. And then we've been heavily involved with them with uh, like the accurate NSX project from the early days and training their paint departments and providing product support and writing SOPs and things of that nature. So with that company in particular, it's been a really, really strong relationship that we've had and we have done work with and for multiple departments within Honda of North America. That's amazing. I've seen some of these videos, Todd, that you've done where you've gone down to Texas and detailed some Ferrari LaFerraris. Can, yep. can you talk about some of the relationships that you have and some of the excursions, I guess we can call them, that you've gone out of town to take care of detailing for some people? Because I'll tell you what, that LaFerrari, since my Corvette Stingray is torch red, looking at that LaFerrari, it made me jealous. Yeah, and for that particular customer, we did two LaFerraris. We had his base LaFerrari when it first came out, and then his LaFerrari Aperta when it came out a couple of years later. But customers like that, we get collectors of vehicles that it doesn't make sense to ship one or two cars. We have cars regularly shipped in from all over the country. We have for many, many years now. But when we have collectors that have a bunch of cars, we'll fly in and bring a crew, typically about three of us, and spend an entire week and work on upwards of 20 cars during that time. Maybe three or four of them are real heavy jobs, then a couple of medium jobs, and then a bunch of maintenance type stuff. The crazy thing is a lot of these collector customers like this, this particular gentleman found us through an article that I wrote that was featured on autoblog.com. It's Ferrari F40, and this was, geez, 10, 11 years ago. And he loved what I had to say in there about working with these old cars and the responsibility that we as detailers have to preserve history on them and not try to go too far. And he flew up at one point to look at that F40 about buying it. And then he just looked at me and said, oh, by the way, I got a bunch of cars you're going to be coming down and working. Not, are you interested in or would you? <laughs> he made up his mind and we go there once or twice a year every year for eight years now, that one collection in particular. And it just also happens to be the most astonishing car facility that you've ever seen. We've got videos on our YouTube channel from that place and some of the different trips that we do. But these people put 100% of their trust and their faith in you to maintain their collection or bring a brand new car up to the level that it deserves. It's well-documented. You get a brand new Ferrari, 
and you're going to have to spend a bunch of money with paint correction and everything else because they're not a great finish when it comes from the factory. Right. Everybody thinks that it's a Ferrari. It's going to be perfect. Well, that's far from the truth. <laughs> Correct. I've made a lot of mortgage payments over to the years, thankful to Ferrari and the amount of work that they need. So I'm not going to complain too loud about it. That sounds good. I don't blame you a bit. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get down to business and talk about Corvette, and we're going to talk about Corvette paint. Todd has owned Corvettes and owns one now. We'll get into that in just a minute. You're listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. Yogi Berra once said, if you don't know where you're going, you'll probably end up there. At True Wealth & Company, we take that to heart. See, at True Wealth & Company, we believe your retirement lifestyle travels through two doors. Door number one, the blue door, gives you more options, financial freedom. Your money outlives you. Every happiness you wish for in life is through the blue door. Door number two, the red door, is where you outlive your money. You rely on family, friends, or even the state to take care of you. At True Wealth & Company, we're not just financial planners. The best way to walk through the blue door is to have a written plan. Make a work-optional lifestyle a reality with our proprietary True Life Map formula. Look towards your future with anticipation, not apprehension. Having a rock-solid fiduciary partner like True Wealth & Company is essential to effective financial planning. There's no winging it. There's nothing left to chance. Look, we don't want you to become another Yogi Berraism. Give us a call today at 913-653-TRUE. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Start your financial independence and work-optional lifestyle today. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth & Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. Welcome. We have Todd Cooper Ryder with us today. Todd is a friend of mine that is a master detailer. As a matter of fact, I've sent a couple friends to Todd at Esoteric Detail in Columbus, Ohio. In segment number two, we're going to get down to paint. We're going to talk about Corvette paint because Todd is a Corvette owner and loves them. So this is the man to talk about Corvette paint. Todd, tell us what's in the garage right now, and then we'll get into all the details. In the garage right now, I've got a 2019 C7 ZR1 in torch red, the fast color, as you know. Absolutely. Um, with it, manual transmission. I had to go with that. And prior to that, I had a C7 Z06 that is sold now. But one of the interesting things like about that ZR1 that I currently have, it happened to come from one of the Corvette Today's main sponsors, which is Hendrick Chevrolet out by you. It's funny because I didn't buy it directly from them. One of my very good customers specs his cars and buys it through them. And then I bought it from him. It only had 109 miles on it. Literally, he went and picked it up at the dealership that it was shipped to here in Ohio, drove it back to his place, and then I ended up buying it off him a couple months later. But yeah, ZR1 absolutely loves that car. It is a beast. That's wonderful. I know Hendrick Chevrolet will be glad to hear that story as well. Talk about paint. Let's talk about Corvette paint specifically. Tell us what you saw in the Z06 and now the ZR1, and let's give a little education to Corvette listeners because everybody listening to Corvette today is a Corvette owner, I think, I hope, or is going to be. So let's talk about Corvette paint specifically, Todd, what you've seen and what needs to happen and how good is the paint? 
Well, if we go back to the beginning of the C7s coming out and the, and the earlier Z06s, they had a, there's a tremendous amount of orange peel in them, and there's a lot of texture, and a lot of people don't really understand what the difference between the two. Orange peel, you look down the side and you get a lot of waviness. It, it means if you look at the surface of an orange, that peel, that waviness, that's what you get in the paint. So there's a lot of that. The texture can be removed with the right person. Orange peel should not be removed, which I can go on an hour-long discussion about that as to why. So they had some issues, and as the production run went, it got a little bit better. When they moved into the new paint plant, everybody was talking about it and thinking that magically they're going to get their Corvettes and it's going to be this super flat, mirror-like finish, and that wasn't the case. Did it get better? Yes, but it is a mass-produced car. There's only so much that you can get out of it or so much you can expect out of it. Now, the paint isn't bad. It doesn't have problems, but every single manufacturer in the world, we can go in and make better. And having said that, now we move into the C8s. We have had the opportunity to work on a handful of those. We would have been working on a lot more of them by now had the virus not hit us and shut everything down. But the C8 is pretty similar, I would say, to what the late model C7s have been in the new plant. And some colors are going to be better than others. And what a lot of people don't realize is you have different clear coats and stuff that go on different base colors. So your orange peel and texture level can be different from one color to the next. So what we have seen so far, there's still plenty of orange peel, and it's not horrible, but it's definitely there. There's areas for improvement. You go to the right detailer, get it done. But probably the biggest thing that I would tell people is don't worry about the orange peel. Don't go to somebody to see if they can sand it down and make it flat for you. That is a huge, huge no-no. You're just going to risk all kinds of problems later on down the road for that car. It is not what you want to do. And if somebody thinks that they should be getting this perfection level, we were just talking about our multi-million dollar LaFerrari that requires 42 hours to get it to look the way it should. It's a mass-produced car. It's not going to have flat mirror-like paint, plain and simple. And everybody should understand that orange peel is in the clear coat and it's not in the paint and that's why it's really really difficult to get orange peel out because the more you sand down that clear coat the closer you get to the pure paint and it won't be protected at that point that is right and the uv protection that that clear coat is designed to do to resist fading and stuff like that you can only remove so much of that you could still have clear coat but you can lose your uv protection so the amount of material you have to remove of clear coat to get rid of orange peel is more material than is recommended over the life of the car. So you definitely run risk of cracking, peeling, fading, you know, all those issues. And you may say, well, I'm going to have the car for a couple of years. Well, now it becomes the next guy's problems. He's got to drop 30 grand to get it repainted later on down the road. And if you get any issues, you get some heavier scratches and stuff. It's kind of what I call a one and done car. Because after you've removed all that material, there's not a whole lot left in there to go in to do subsequent polishing and stuff. So it's, it is just not worth it. If somebody comes to us and asks if we can do it, we say, can we do it? Yes. Will we do it? No. Just not going to do it. It's, a, it's an irresponsible thing to do. 
Because the Corvette is a mass-produced car, obviously the C7 had some problems. If someone comes in, they probably will need a stage two or a stage three correction. As the new paint facility came online, you did see the paint getting better. So if someone brought in an early C7, what kind of correction would that normally need then as opposed to the newer C8? What would you say and what would you suggest? Well, it really depends on what level the owner wants to take it to because, you know, we can go in and do a more basic polish on any of them and it's going to improve it. But if somebody really wants to extract a lot of clarity in a earlier C7, especially like in the Z06s, we have what we developed those called a crystal series, which we go in and we remove the texture in the paint, but not the orange peel. And that is a, an incredibly advanced process. Actually, we developed that process in that Acura TLX program that we were doing preparing these media cars for them. We did a lot of research, a lot of time to figure out how to do this without sanding the finish that can make you know, 40, 50, 60% increase in the clarity of the vehicle. So somebody comes in with an older C7 and they want to take it to the highest level, we recommend something like that which is very labor intensive. And then, but if somebody's coming in for a C8, we can do a lighter level polish to get rid of any just basic imperfections that come from handling it on the production line, getting handled on and off the truck and going through the dealership. There's a lot of hands that touch that paint before it gets delivered to the final customer. And it doesn't take a tremendous amount of effort for us to go in and correct all those issues. Well, I'm sure that the people at Bowling Green will be happy to hear that because they spent a lot of money on that new paint facility. And it's nice to yep. hear that the new paint is doing well. It looks good. There's a minimal amount of orange peel in it, and it doesn't take a whole lot of correction to make it come out and sparkle. Right, exactly. And, and I tell people, too, on paint, think of paint like you go and buy a brand new flat screen OLED TV. Out of the box, it looks fantastic. But you have somebody, a calibration expert, come in and calibrate your television to get that last 10% of picture quality that you didn't even know existed. And that's a level they could never do on a factory line or production line for somebody to come in and spend three or four hours on one television. The reason I say this is because I'm into that kind of stuff and I've had all my TVs calibrated for the last decade. But same with paint. It looks good when it comes to you. But a good detailer can extract a higher level of clarity and depth out of that paint that a factory process could never do. They just don't have that kind of time. They're not hand-built cars. That sounds good. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back in segment number three, we're going to get more into esoteric detail and also talk about the Detailing Academy and all the products and services that Todd and Esoteric offer. You're listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. Fact. According to the March of Dimes, 40,000 babies are born each year in the United States with heart defects. At Athletic Testing Solutions, we take that, well, to heart. ATS offers the ATS Heart Check, a series of non-invasive tests to identify possible hidden heart defects in your kid's heart. Frequently, the symptoms of sudden cardiac arrest are masked or misdiagnosed. The ATS Heart Check can help detect congenital heart problems or abnormalities that don't show up during regular checkups or a sports physical. Have you ever wondered about your child's heart health? The ATS Heart Check is a terrific option, and it gives you peace of mind that your child is heart safe. Sudden cardiac arrest claims on average 
130 young lives each week. Don't let your kids be a statistic. The ATSR check only takes 20 to 30 minutes and utilizes an EKG and echocardiogram ultrasound of the heart. Visit ATSHeartCheck.com to schedule your child today or call toll-free at 888-537-2597. This is the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. Thank you very much for being here. Today, my guest is Todd Cooperrider. Todd is the owner of Esoteric Detail in Columbus, Ohio. In my view, this man is a master detailer. If you want to know anything, you sign up for his videos. You can talk to him. Take your car to Columbus, Ohio, and get Todd to take care of it because they do everything. As a matter of fact, Todd, let's focus on esoteric itself because there's many levels. You sell car care products. You have a detailing university. You also do tint, aftermarket exhaust, wheels. So let's talk about that and everything that you offer. Sure. Well, I appreciate the great intro there. I don't think I have to say anything else. You've done such a, a <laughs> amazing job. So we have three main divisions to our business. One is esoteric detail, which is all of our detailing and customization services. Paint correction, paint protection film, which is absolutely huge for us. Ceramic coatings, window tints, other customization services from blackout stuff to graphics to a variety of things. We have been a direct dealer for HRE wheels ever since my Z06. And my Z06 was like our entry into HRE being a dealer. And at that time, we were the first detailer that became a dealer for HRE wheels just because they kind of love what we're doing and our image and our branding and stuff. But that and a crop of itch exhaust and a lot of different services. Somebody can come in and say, hey, I want to change up the color of my calipers and add different rotors and do lowering springs. Let's throw on an exhaust and paint correction and film and coatings and window tint. And they have one convenient place to do all those services. That's pretty so, amazing, buddy. Yeah, we thought about it. And, and a lot of customers, uh, we found they didn't like having to try to go to multiple places. And it was worth it for them to go to one place and particularly a place that is going to take really good care of their paint because you have a lot of other services done. You don't know who's touching on your car and scratching things up. So we just started expanding those services that we do. So kind of the sky is the limit on those kind of things. Another part of the company is our uh, e-commerce or our product sales, which started about eight years ago. Literally, I had one product that I was selling. Let's call it gray marketing, some polish from Germany that I found to work the best and couldn't get it here in the U.S., and literally my inventory of what I was selling, I could put on top of my filing cabinet um, <laughs> is how I started. And, and people would call. I would handwrite an invoice. I would pack up the shipment myself, run it to the post office. And if I did two or three orders in a week, I thought I was doing crazy. You know, Now we're getting 80 to 100 orders a day that we're processing in there. And our product sales are a little bit different from others. Our product sales or the products that we offer, that is dictated by our detailing department. The products have to prove themselves to work at the absolute highest level. Then we offer them to our customers and our students. And because we are back there using them every day, we have expert level of knowledge on the products and the kind of product support that we can provide. 
Whereas other resellers, they don't care what they're selling. They're just a warehouse of stuff and there's, you know, you'd be lucky to find anybody that's actual detailer in there. So we do things quite a bit different in that detail department drive what we offer our consumers. Then the other division is our detailing academy. And that was started eight years ago, April. So just over eight years, it's, it's May now. Just over eight years, we have had students from a dozen countries around the world attend in just about all 50 states throughout the United States. We're typically holding classes a couple of times a month. I have four to six students in there at a time. They learn the highest level of paint correction detailing. And we've since expanded. Now we have a class on ceramic coatings because so many people want to know about that. We have got an enthusiast class where somebody like you who's not doing it for a living can come out and learn. We go over from A to Z, touching on a lot of different areas. People get concerned. How do I work on this type of wheel? Or I've got carbon ceramic brakes. I'm afraid of that. Or what's the best way to take care of leather? I don't want to ruin it. So we walk people through all of the different ways of doing things in a proper fashion with the right kind of products. And then as a part of that education is our YouTube channel. We've got over 400 videos. Much of that is based around educating people how to use products the right way. We cut through the hype, all the marketing stuff, and we talk to people as being a detailer. This is how you use it. This is how to get the most out of it. So yeah, we've got a lot of different things going on in the shop, as you can see. Tell us about the open house that you have every year as well, because I see videos and that's just fantastic. Yeah, the open house started it back in 2012 and we've done it every year since then. And last year we had over 1,500 people here just in our parking lot alone. We had over $25 million worth of cars and it's not a big parking lot. So we've been bringing in some of our product suppliers, manufacturers from around the world. So last year we had a few different companies in from Germany, from Australia, from Japan. And then our main car on display was one of our customers, Pagani Huayra, which is an unbelievable roadster, no less, uh, unbelievable car. We always have something very special. We set up like a mini trade show with our vendors. People come in, meet with them and then just have a big show of the best of the best cars out there. Last year, we had to hire a company to do public transport so we can park people off-site because we ran out of room, and they just shuttle people back and forth to our shop. There's a hospital not a quarter mile away, and we park people there and shuttle them in and out just because it's gotten so big and crazy. But people want to come here, see what's the latest and greatest in products, learn directly from the manufacturers, see the best collection of cars they're going to see arguably all year in the central Ohio area. So it turned out to be a fantastic event. The first couple, I'd spend a couple hundred bucks on food and drinks for everybody coming. And now it's just turned into a monster. What time of year do you usually have your open house? It's typically in June because of the pandemic that's going on. We're kind of up in the air about June. I know right now in May, you know, we can't have any events. All cars and coffees and stuff are canceled. And we're a big part of that in the local scene. So we're originally scheduled to have it, I believe, June 15th this year. But it's just kind of up in the air with the reality of the crisis in the world right now. That's true. Are there other shows that you guys go to and maybe attend and set up an exhibit besides being there at Esoteric Detail? 
Not so much outside of the area here, just because we get strung pretty thin. We would like to go down to the Bash. We would like to go to Carlisle, those kind of places. We just can't seem to make it because we're committed really heavily with the local car scene here. Columbus Cars and Coffee is a very well-organized group here in this area. We have regularly scheduled events. And as we go through the summer, we're doing local-based stuff almost every Saturday that we have. So getting out to other events has been a struggle thus far for us. We would definitely like to, but there's only so many of us to be able to break away and get to some of those other uh, places that we'd like to be able to set up displays at. Well, that sounds good. So if you aren't going out, let's tell everybody how they can come to you then. Let's give everybody the contact information for esoteric detail, where they can buy products, the YouTube channel, the whole nine yards. First and foremost, esotericdetail.com, all one word. That is a portal that will take you anywhere you want to go. That has got all of our services, all our contact information. From there, it will link you to all our education our academy, our courses that we have to offer. It will link you over to our website. All of our product sales are on, or people can go direct to that at esotericcarcare.com. That is our e-commerce store that we have. And then on YouTube or any other social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, they're all big for us. Just look for us at Esoteric Detail. And then like on YouTube, go in, subscribe, hit the notify button to get information every time we upload. We're typically uploading two or three videos every single week with a lot of content, a lot of great educational information in there for those people who want to learn how to do a better job of taking care of their own car. And if they want to call the office, how can they reach you there at Esoteric in Columbus? Phone number here is area code 614-855-6855. That's great. Todd Cooper Ryder, the owner of Esoteric Detail in Columbus, Ohio, what I consider the master detailer in the car industry. Todd, thank you so much for being here today on Corvette Today. Thank you, Stephen. It's a pleasure and an honor. And you and I have known each other for a while. And uh, to be one of the first guests on your show, I'm very thankful for that. Well, thank you, buddy. It's coming right back your direction as well. Thanks for listening to Corvette today. Once again, thanks to our flagship sponsors, Hendrick Chevrolet of Kansas City at ChevyUSA.com and also MidEngineCorvetteForum.com. You can now listen to Corvette today on iTunes, Anchor.fm, also Google Podcasts and Spotify, along with Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Overcast, and Breaker. Also, you can sign up to get notifications about the Corvette Today podcast at corvettetoday.ck.page. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.